When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Colts fans get a little bit of bad news today, but it's not unexpected bad news. We'll talk about it. The suspension of Isaiah Rogers, it's coming down the pike, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. But there is, there's a lot of room for optimism for the Colts. And we're going to talk about those statistical milestones that have got to be met this year in order for the Colts to find their way into the postseason. I know it's a long shot. 2023 is not supposed to be a year that the Colts go to the playoffs, but you know what? They could do that. There is, and this is June, like September 10th, I know. It's coming, and it's coming soon enough. There's no reason to be pessimistic right now on June 28th. So we're not going to be, and it's Wednesday, so we're going to be optimistic, and we're going to talk about those things that need to happen for the Colts to get to where they need to go. Hey, the AFC South, if this was a different division, if they were in the AFC West, you know, with, with the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Broncos and the Raiders, you say, geez, how do you get from there to here? This is the AFC South. The Texans, if anything, are worse than the Colts, right? The Titans seem to be imploding. The Jacksonville Jaguars, are they on their way in ascension? Or was last year a bit of an anomaly? Is Trevor Lawrence going to come back down to the level he's expected to compete at by some? We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the Pacers. We'll talk about Two Big Brains. A great episode of Two Big Brains today. Dan Dockich and I chopped it up, as people like to say. And uh, some bad news kind of uh, shared by Dan about Bob Knight. Ryan Mallett, he died. I'm going to tell you how. He was the third-round draft pick of the New England Patriots uh, years ago, and he passed away at, off Fort Walton Beach, or uh, Destin, actually. And so uh, we'll talk about that. The Gulf Shore, not a place for the faint of heart, and you better look at the flags. That's all I'm going to t- tell you right now. We'll talk about it in a little bit. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Wednesday, June 28, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Hello, Jared Johnson. Yes, I need some help. Okay, see you in a minute. That's how easy it is. You dial 765-610-8809. And your plumbing problems are things of the past as Jared comes with solutions to those plumbing problems. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Ring the bell, hit the bell icon so you get an alert every time we go live or post a video. And if you want to make a super thanks, make a super thanks. If you want to make a donation, donate. Thank you very much for doing it. And if you do, 
Make a comment. We'll read the comment. It comes in a graphic that's very obvious, and so it's fun. All right, what's the good word, Gregory? I'm going to tell you this is not a good word. We'll get to the good word in a minute. The good word is suspension. Eh, that's why it's not a good word. But what is good news, potentially, about this suspension is that Isaiah Rogers may be suspended just for the 2023 season rather than being banned from the NFL for a longer period of time. If he bet on Colts football, if he bet on a Colts game, that's a real problem. That's bad news. People get banned for that kind of thing. Is he going to be banned or just suspended for a year? If it's just a one-year suspension, that's good for Isaiah Rogers. He can get his life kind of back to being on track, and the Colts can expect him to be back next year as a functional part of this football team, and they need him. Like, if, if there was ever a year to have a starting quarterback get busted for gambling, this was not it. With Stephon Gilmore in Dallas, Isaiah Rogers suspended, yikes. You got, you got Juju Brents, and you got Darius Rush. And, and, wow, that's not so very good. That's not what you want as your starting quarterbacks. You don't want two rookies starting corner, quarterbacks. One, sure, but two... That's a few too many. That's too, too many. That's the bind that Isaiah Rogers has put the Colts in because of his ill-informed irresponsibility and or addiction. If it's addiction, get help. If it's just being stupid, you know what? The Colts ought to cut him because you can't coach stupid, that level of stupid, out of a guy. You just can't. Here are statistical mileposts that if the Colts hit him, they got a chance to go to the playoffs. It's Optimism Wednesday. So, yes, these are pie-in-the-sky hopes, all right? I'm not, for the love of Pete, saying that uh, Richardson is Anthony Richardson is going to throw for 3,500 yards. But if he does throw for 3,500 yards, 17 picks, and runs for 500-plus yards, Colts are going to the playoffs. If, and you've got to have these things happen too, uh, Jonathan Taylor run for 1,500-plus yards, catch passes for 400-plus yards, and total 15 or more touchdowns, that gets the, the Colts closer to a playoff berth in 2023. Michael Pittman Jr., 90-plus catches on the season, 1,100 yards, 7 TDs. That's all. That's all we want. He gets to come down a little bit and catches. He had 99 last year. He didn't need to cut, catch that many, but he does need to boost his level of production, his level of efficiency. If you're going to catch 90-plus balls, you have got to post 1,100 or more yards. You just have to. And I think with Anthony Richardson slinging the pigskin, as, as the elderly like to say, you know what? He's got a chance to do it. Because more balls are going to be thrown downfield. The Colts are going to have more air yards than they did last year, certainly, because Matt Ryan, I mean, how many swing passes and bubble screens can you throw? And that's not just Matt Ryan. That was Sam Ellinger. That was Nick Foles, too. It's bubble screen, bubble screen, bubble screen. No, no more bubble screens. How about some slants? How about some hitch and go? How about some posts? How about some goes? Let's go. Colts need to get greedy, get chunks. Uh, my uh, Woods, Jelani Woods, needs to catch 40-plus balls for 450 yards or more and eight touchdowns or more. 
Got to get Jelani Woods fed in the red zone. If not him, who? How the hell are you going to score the football other than Anthony Richardson running it? You know what? First and goal from the three and in, I'm sneaking, and I'm sneaking multiple times until we get in the end zone or they stop us. That's what I'm doing if I'm Shane Steichen. It is going to be sneak, a sneak, a sneak, a sneak. This is, like, remember Jacoby Brissett and how good he was at quarterback sneaks? Anthony Richardson is Jacoby Brissett size-wise, but a skosh bigger and much more powerful, much more explosive. Love it. Let's go. And Jonathan Taylor pushing him in the dupa. Eee! Let's go. Uh, I don't know what those, that's not really the noise I would guess that Jonathan Taylor would make. Eee! No. It's a noise that you make doing something else entirely. Uh, the defense, they have got to allow its digestive, for goodness sake. Get your minds out of the gutter. Although that is the gutter, isn't it? Get your minds out of the sewer. No, that's the sewer. Back in the gutter. Uh, the defense lowers its points per game from 25 to 21. 25 points per game last year, the Colts allowed. People look at the defense. This kind of is a unique way to look at football to me. Colts fans look at the Colts' defense, and they say, well, the defense was pretty good. No, the defense was not good. Allowing 25 points per game is not good. They were 28th in the NFL. Now, they were 30th in scoring, so comparatively, they were a little bit better, but not better enough to make any damn difference. Like, that defense was not good. Shaquille Leonard has got to be back and has got to play. Well, not like he did when he came back last year. That was just sad. That was like watching a retired guy. I remember an NBA All-Star Weekend old-timers game when Tommy Heinsohn played, and Tommy Heinsohn at that point must have been 55 or 60 years old, had his knees wrapped and, and could barely bend. And I was like, whoo, this is terrible. I don't want to watch this anymore. You don't want to repel people with, with a televised event. You want to attract people with different aspects of it. Tommy Heinsohn, the late, great Tommy Heinsohn, playing basketball in front of people on two knees that simply no longer worked. That was not good TV. Um, the, uh, that was what it was like watching Shaquille Leonard last year. Even though he got an interception. How? I, maybe people thought he was going to be able to move. He was unable to move, and so they threw it right where he was in, in, instead of where they thought he was going to be. That could be. Uh, the offense has got to lift its points per game from 17. That's anemic. Like, you can't win with that up to 24. you got to go up a full touchdown, and I think they can do it. Now, here's the tough part of that math, is raising your offensive score a touchdown is likely to cause your defense to have to defend more often, right? Like if, if you're on the field and you give up a touchdown, first play, Anthony Richardson, bombed to Michael Pittman or, or whoever, Alec Pierce, Josh Downs, whoever it is, they come down with it, boom, the defense is back on the field. That's going to cause games to be like 35-31, right, instead of 17-16. This is a team that's going to have to win by scoring instead of by possessing the football for minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes and trying to keep the defense off the field. That is not the way this team's going to win games, as evidenced by last year's 4-12-1 record, right? So 
Colts were optimistic, especially on Wednesday, June 28th. Two days to free agency in the NBA. And that means that Kevin Pritchard has got to get busy. Who is coming to the Pacers? Because somebody has to. they got to spend $18 million. One way or another, they got to spend $18 million. Are they going to do a straight sign? A, straight, uh, a sign and trade? Or a straight trade? In what ways can the Pacers go about augmenting this roster and putting talent on the floor it doesn't yet have? What would be the smartest way to do it? I think you got to trade. You look at the free agents that are out there, whether it's Westbrook, Harden, uh, Kyrie, I wouldn't take them. People say, oh, they'd never come to Indy. No. Indy's borders are closed to those three brand whores. We're not taking them. We want nothing to do with them. They are not going to help anybody. That's why they keep floating from team to team to team to team. As you continue in your career professional sports, any kind of career, to build your resume with a whole bunch of former em, of former employers, that reflects poorly on the employee. There's no other way to look at it. Uh, two Big Brains was awesome today. Dan and I, for an hour, from noon to one o'clock today, talked about every damn thing. Usually, we're a little bit structured. Today, there was no structure. There's two guys sitting on a back deck talking about stuff. So it was much like this, only four times as long and with an extra big brain. And Dan uh, said some things really, really important. Uh, sports parents, and I did too, but Dan, sports parents get the hell off social media and never respond to anybody in social media. Chuck Preller says Dennis Rodman was in arrears on child support the day he was admitted to the Hall of Fame. You know what? Nobody's perfect, but that is really imperfect. That's He just hates Bird. Bird has been living rent-free in the noodle of Dennis Rodman, Bill Ambeer, all those guys, Rick Mahorn, Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars, forever and ever and ever and ever, and will continue to until all are gone. Uh, Dan also said that, and, and I couldn't agree more with him about this, and, and really about the parents on social media, 100% right. Players have got to worry about winning over branding. And if you're not willing to do and Indiana has to be careful about the people it invites into its program. Branding over winning, ta-ta, ta-tell, you got to go. Winning over branding, yes, please, I'll take some more. Uh, Ryan Mallett, so go to Two Big Brains in the little search bar. Search Two Big Brains, up it pops. It was today's episode. It was awesome. And Bob Knight is really not well. Like, he's not been well for a long time, but he's really not well now. There's a, a text chain going around. There's a bunch of guys, including Keith Smart, and news of Bob Knight's health is being shared. And, and Dan shared on Two Big Brains that the news is not good about uh, Bob Knight. Ryan Mallett died yesterday off Destin, Florida, the Gulf Coast. Uh, wow, is it dangerous? I got caught in a rip current out there, and I'm telling you, when you're body surfing and with each wave you're another 30 yards out, things have run amok, and you get scared or focused. You get focused, you got a chance. You get scared, you got no chance. Ryan Mallett passed away yesterday, and the statistics about rip current deaths in Destin, Panama City, all up and down the Gulf Coast of Florida, right there in the Panhandle, 
the uh, or like Orange Beach area in Alabama, they are daunting. Never screw with water. Ever, ever, ever. Water wins. You get caught in a rip current, don't fight the water. Let the water do what the water does. Let it throw you out of the rip current. Once you're out of the rip current, then start your asses swimming. Float until you're not moving. Start, then swim parallel to the shore, and then haul ass in. It's that easy. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent. I can't wait. Follow me on Twitter, for the love of God. I'll put the link at the bottom of the description. My Twitter feed was hacked. Grizzly episode in my life with social media.